let's have a brief little discussion about everyone's favorite opposition party, the Democratic Alliance. So, on Thursday night, after President Ramaphosa's address, they put out a statement, which was issued by the leader of their party, John Steenhuysen, and what they're basically saying is that a lockdown extension will create an economic disaster. Boy, have I got news for you. We're already having an economic disaster. The whole world is. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay, well, let's just skim through this statement here and pick out a couple of paragraphs. So they would prefer gradual phasing out of the current lockdown over the coming weeks as opposed to continuation of the severe and economically crippling regulations we currently see. Our great concern is that the president has justified this extension as if we face a binary choice between health concerns and economic concerns. We believe it is a great mistake to think in terms of lives versus livelihoods. This is a false dilemma. Rather, the difficult trade-offs to be made are between lives lost or damaged by COVID-19 and lives lost or damaged by the drastic measures to contain its spread. And they go on for a bit, not really saying all that much that's important. And here we get to this paragraph, which really is where it gets juicy. And when I read this for the first time, I was taken aback because I couldn't really believe that they were actually saying this. But let's just give it a read. So... The absence of empirical data and modelling makes it very difficult to simply agree that a lockdown extension may be an effective means to curb the spread of COVID-19. The resulting economic fallout now means that it is not only lives which are threatened by the virus, but livelihoods by our economic and financial collapse as a result of further lockdown regulations. Boy, have I got news for you. The whole global economy has basically gone to shit over the past two weeks in America, which is arguably one of the strongest economies in the world, right? They've seen about 17 million people apply for unemployment in the past three weeks. 17 million. Yesterday, I covered in a segment a few of the unemployment projections around the world and talked about how we're heading into what's probably going to be worse than the Great Depression. But... I think this is a good time to reiterate that point as, yeah, guys, this is this is serious. And I think that when they're saying that the absence of empirical data and modeling makes it very difficult to simply agree that a lockdown extension may be an effective means to curb the spread of COVID-19, I think they're being incredibly stupid when they say that. First of all, where are they getting this information from? If you look around the world, basically the only real measure that seems to be having a major effect when we're dealing with coronavirus is lockdowns, right? Where we're seeing a reduction in cases is where the strictest lockdowns are being implemented and people are abiding by the regulations in place. And yeah, it's true that in South Africa, we do have one of the strictest lockdowns, but so far it seems to be working. And I think if they want to claim that the absence of empirical data and modeling makes it very difficult. They need to provide their own empirical data and modeling to justify their claim here. Because the WHO is saying, please do not relax the regulations. So we're seeing some countries in Europe, they're doing what the DA wants to do here now, which is begin phasing the economy back in. And what the WHO is saying is that If we do this, 
there's going to be another outbreak. This is just going to surge again, and we're going to be back to square one. And President Ramaphosa covered this as well. We have to act strictly and decisively now if we want to prevent this from getting out of control in the future. I fully support this lockdown extension. And look, we probably will see a few sort of loosenings over the next few days, maybe a couple more shops allowed to operate. But let's just move on here into what the DA is. Well, I want to say specific, but it's not really that specific. So they're saying that they want an urgent relaxation on essential goods listings, such as clothing. Okay. I don't think that they realize that when something is relaxed, so now we have clothing, right? This doesn't just mean that a clothing shop can now be open, right? So yeah, clothing shops can open. Okay. Now we need to look at who's manufacturing these clothes. Are they being manufactured here? Maybe. Are they being manufactured in China? Probably. Is it currently being manufactured in China? Possibly not. Are we? Do we want to be importing stuff from China right now? I would say almost definitely not. So where's the big picture is what I want to know. When they're saying this, I don't think they're putting much effort into understanding the big picture of what's actually happening. Not just here. This is happening all around the world, by the way. DA, this is when you talk about economic disaster here. That's all well and good. The whole world is experiencing an economic disaster. And if you release, if you relax, sorry, if you relax these regulations, what we're going to be seeing is we're going to be seeing an economic disaster. Yes, we're going to be seeing a humanitarian disaster. Because guess what? More people are going to get this. More people are going to die. These people who die, guess what? They can't go back to work. So the, we need to look at the human cost here. This is not when they say that he's making the trade-off between lives and livelihoods. They are actually the ones who are doing this because what they are basically saying is that, yeah, for the economy to work, people can die. And that reminds me of a few people. It reminds me of a bunch of right-wing people in America who were saying before even most of the country was locked down, yeah, we need to open up again. We need a sacri They were basically saying that grandparents should be willing to sacrifice themselves so that the stock market does well. That's what springs to mind for me when I read this DA statement. And I guess that kind of shows where the party's at, to be honest. I mean, when they did so poorly last year in the election, I think it was only a matter of time before the party saw major changes and Helen Ziller came back. Musim Imani went and I think the party has shown its true colours once again. And by true colours, I don't mean blue, by true colour, by true colours, I mean they're actually just a bunch of right-wingers on the whole. Sure, there's some good people, there's some competent people, but on the whole, they're basically controlled by a bunch of right-wingers. And Helen Ziller, I think, is probably quite a big part of that. She likes to describe herself as a classic liberal. Her and the Institute of Race Relations. I, I hate that term because it's I find that quite misleading. Because when you hear liberal, okay, yeah, you know, they they are very far on the left. You know, they're a liberal person. They support leftist policies. That's not what it means at all. It means the complete opposite of that. When someone says they're a classical liberal to you, they're basically just saying that they're a right-winger. 
They don't support leftist policies. So let's just quickly run through a few of the other things that they want here, which I think on the whole are probably quite good. I'm not going to unpack them all in detail now, but they're saying coronavirus testing must be ramped up. Uh, BBEE requirements must be scrapped for SMME aid. Not going to go into that right now. The national budget must be readjusted to fund relief efforts. Sure. The public wage bill must be amended to fund relief efforts. Sure. Parliamentary oversight over the lockdown is essential. Of course. So yeah, I think a lot of this is not really all that meaningful, what they're saying. Again, where they're getting their empirical data from is what I want to know. Let's listen to the experts. Let's listen to the WHO. And they haven't, again, like the rest of the world, they didn't really deal with this pandemic all that well. But they are the experts, like it or not. And we should probably be listening to what they have to say, especially considering that all of this is taking place as the amount of global deaths goes over 100,000. And here we have seen, I believe now it's over 2,000 cases. So even though it's increasing at a slow rate, it's still increasing and we haven't got a clear picture yet. So once we get a clear picture, we'll be able to see what really is happening behind the scenes. But just because the DA says that they that this lockdown extension isn't justified because there's no empirical data that shows that this is an effective way to curb the spread of COVID-19. Just because they said, even if you support the DA, don't listen to them. Do not listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. These people are really quite clueless, I think, when it comes to this. I don't want to say anything too harsh on them right now. But yeah, these people are not the experts. Do not listen to them. Listen to the experts. Stay at home. Stay safe. And let's abide by the rules of the lockdown till the end of April. And you know what? We can take it from there. But this has been the right decision and great leadership from the president so far. Let's only hope it continues and that the DA just falls in line. Because right now, this is not the time to play political games, if that's what they're trying to do here. They just need to shut up and face the facts. The whole economy of the world is collapsing and we can always put in measures to recover the economy afterwards, but nothing is going to replace the lives lost. And once people start dying here more and more, which will probably still happen, if people here are dying like a thousand people a day, that's when it really becomes a complete, complete catastrophe. And no amount of easing of the regulations of, lo- of the lockdown is going to help reduce the amount of deaths. It's just going to exacerbate it. So don't listen to the DA, let's listen to the experts and stay safe, guys.